How do social entrepreneurs and small businesses create an authentic brand people love so they can get the edge they need to stand out, create predictable revenue, and compete against the big guys? That's what we're here to discuss. I'm Adam Force, the founder of Change Creator, and this is the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Authentic Brand Mastery Show. Got a really great conversation for you guys today. Um, I know we're always trying to get our brands developed by sharing our messages, getting our story out there to the world. And one great way to do it is YouTube. So we're going to be talking with Augie Johnston. He is the founder of a company called Video Chops. And they do some really cool stuff with helping create a lot of efficiency in your process because, you know, making those videos, posting them on YouTube, doing all that stuff is, you know, it's cumbersome, right? And so it holds a lot of us back. So he's kind of addressing that key pain point. <laughs> um, and one of the great things is he built up his own channel. He was a professional basketball player before this business and, in Europe. And um, he built the channel up to over 200,000 p- subscribers, 500,000 views a month, an email list over 50,000 people. And you might be wondering, well, how do we do that? So he has a ton of insights on how he leveraged that channel as a marketing tool to develop the brand and how are his clients doing it? He has some clients getting over 2 million views a month and they skyrocketed their their progress because of the efficiencies there. Um, and you know, how do we how do we approach creating videos and make it a little easier on ourselves to plan these things, right? So we get into all that stuff. So a lot of good value in, um, in this discussion with Augie. Now, one other thing is we just launched the site Finger Licking Dutch with uh, John and John is a super cool dude. And, you know, him and his girlfriend have this incredible company for strope waffles, authentic strope waffles out in the Netherlands. They're made in the Netherlands and they have a recipe from the Netherlands. It can't taste any more authentic. They are so good because they sent me some samples and I became an addict. So we launched that site, which means we had a full roster, but now we have one spot open in the brand studio. Guys, if you want to develop your brand, turn it into a trusted brand, right? Take your business, turn it into a trusted brand and start getting more leads and sales on autopilot. That is our goal, right? We want to really create a sales system, give you a powerful online presence that really reflects who you are. If that's you, we would love to talk to you. I'll jump on the phone and have a quick strategy call with you. So just visit changecreator.com and you can book a call from there. Awesome. So guys, last but not least, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It goes a long way to support the show and keep us moving forward. And if you missed last week's episode, I spoke about the one most powerful, unique problem that keeps entrepreneurs stuck. So you might want to check that out. That's it, guys. Let's jump into this conversation with Augie. Okay, show me the heat. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Augie, welcome to the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. I'm ready to talk a little biz right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And I was excited to uh, connect with you because, um, you know, obviously video is important in any kind of content strategy today, but I also think it's probably one of the bigger pain points um, for people as a, a marketing tool. 
um, just kind of feeling overwhelmed about editing and doing all those things. So, you know, running a live video, people are afraid to go live, but then when it comes to like editing and actually running maybe a YouTube channel for your marketing, um, it could be really overwhelming. So why don't you just give us a little bit of background about, um, you know, why you started VidChops and, um, kind of like how you learned it, if you will, and where, where it was born from. So we know. Yeah. So I, um, back in about 2009, I was living in Europe. I was playing basketball over there. And, um, while I was over there, I was looking for ways to make more money. And I did that Google search that so many of us have done where you type in how to make money online. (laughs) And that took me down a rabbit hole, man. That was, you know, over 10 years ago. And at that time, um, you know, I learned how to make an offer and I, and I built a website and I, and I released a, basically a course at that time. And, And the problem was I had this website up. I thought I was going to make a million dollars, but I didn't make a single sale because I had what? No traffic, right? I had, <laughs> yeah. I had my offer. I had no traffic. So then I just, you know, was diving deeper and deeper and deeper into the the Google world and figuring out how to do this. And, um, you know, something popped up, said, hey, you know, you can create a YouTube channel, grow an audience, and then, you know, sell your product to that audience. Yeah. So that's what I did. Uh, so I started a channel, you know, it was, it was kind of like one of those up and down things. Like most, most people go through where I started it. I released a couple of videos. I stopped, I started <laughs> it, I stopped. And then eventually, um, through like a little bit of mentorship and stuff, I was like, okay, I'm going all in on this. So, um, you know, I used to wake up in the summers, I'd come home in the summers cause I played basketball for about seven years over there. And in the summers I would come home and my wife and I would go to the gym at like six in the morning when no one was in there. Cause these are, I created a basketball uh, training YouTube channel where I taught people how to shoot jump shots and do all that. Uh, so we'd go out there my wife would shoot all these videos. We'd shoot like, I don't know, 50 to a hundred videos in the summer. And then I'd go back to Europe and I'd start releasing them, you know, one at a time um, every week. And, and I grew that channel and I grew it to about 200,000 subscribers over 20 million views. And the, the great thing about it is, I started with the end in mind, meaning that, you know, since I had launched it and stopped, launched it and stopped, by the time I was like, okay, I'm really going to do this. I already had a product created or a couple products created. Yeah. I already had what we would call like a lead magnet or, you know, a website where people could come and enter their email to get a free offer. Yeah. Um, so with that, I, you know, I launched my YouTube channel as, as the views grew, the, the email list grew and it grew to about 50,000 uh, email subscribers. And at some point I was, got a little burnt out and it's a typical thing. Um, they call it YouTube burnout. A lot of people yeah. experience it. Yeah. And, and I, I experienced it. And the problem was, is like, I would go home in the summer. I would, you know, shoot all these YouTube videos. I would shoot all these other videos for maybe a product and a new course. And then I would never find the time to edit them. And I would, uh, they would just sit on my hard drive and stuff. And so, yeah. So eventually I was like, you know what, let me solve this problem. I was like, I'm not the only one that's burnt out right here. Everyone's talking about it. And so that's where the idea of vid shops really originally came from is I was like, Hey, how come no one's out here with a, you know, a video editing service for YouTubers that allows me just to, you know, upload my footage and kind of forget about it. And in a day or two, get the edited video back. And so, um, I launched, we launched vid shops about mm, four and a half, five years ago. Um, and, and it's, it's done good. It's, it's got some traction and, um, that was basically the end of that YouTube channel. And unfortunately, and everyone, <laughs> really? yeah, I, I, I switched gears. Honestly, I was burnt out. Pivot, I was, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just was like, Hey, I'm going to 
go focus on on vid chops, which I'm glad I did because in the end I do enjoy helping um, you know other people with theirs uh, with their YouTube channels and that kind of stuff. But that's where the idea came from. So basically, we edit for YouTubers. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Now you edit for YouTubers, and I'm wondering, can we get a little? more uh focused in on is there a certain type of youtuber in the sense of you typically are working with people that are you know all in and doing like daily videos or is it the youtuber that's kind of in the early stage where they might be on and off and struggling with the editing or it's because they have so much volume they can't keep up with the editing i'm curious Maybe maybe you don't segment that way. I'm just curious on if there is a particular focus on the audience there. Yeah, um, our clients they they range all across the board, but I would say the majority of them are our thought leaders, our experts. You know, maybe um, you know one of our our clients. Um, she's a dermatologist. You know, she she's the skincare. I guess is what is the best. Yeah. And so she does that as, as her day job, you know, she does skincare and she's a dermatologist. And then, um, you know, she's an expert and wanted to kind of grow her brand and she created a YouTube channel. And when she first joined us, she was getting about 50,000 views a month and, you know, releasing maybe one video a week. Um, but with us, you know, she's been able to release over 20 videos a month now and her views have gone to like over 2 million a month now. So that's kind really? of the power. Yeah. That's kind of the power. So just to kind of answer your questions, um, yeah. our, ex, our, our, our clients are really all across the board, but most of them are, are experts giving advice on their, YouTube yeah, yeah. Their that brand. makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, that's some good focus too. I mean, I think going after people that have an expertise and they have something to say, obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, but they're, they're, skill set is not spending time trying to figure out how to edit the damn video and, and, and kind of take care of all that. So does the process you go through, um, does it help with the uploading and setup process or is it just the editing? Uh, so we do have like an add on service that, um, takes care of everything for you. So imagine that you go, you record four videos in two hours, right? You're two hours yeah. in front of the camera, you record four yeah. videos. You can upload those to us. We'll edit them. You can review them, mark them as done. We'll create a thumbnail image, a title, tags, descriptions, and we'll get it up, uploaded on YouTube and everything scheduled it out for you. So it's, it, it is a done for you service. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that sweetens the deal a bit because it's like, it, it, I feel like, you know, you got the upload time, like you gotta wait for the video to upload and, and just those little things in your daily process can be very uh, cumbersome or tedious that that friction will stop you from doing it. Right. So when you take that friction out, I can see the power of, of that. Cause you want to be able to be like, I'm uploading those. And I know now it's good. Like it's going to be edited. It's going to be put up on the channel and boom, 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 you're done. So <laughs> I think it's pretty sweet. So tell me, let's, let's talk about building the brand. Cause you yeah. kind of went through the exercise with your basketball, um, channel and you're also building a brand for vid shops but i want to give people a little insight from your experience of actually building a channel that got a fair amount of subscribers built the email list because now we're talking about actually getting in front of people with a message and actually building an email list which in most cases for people listening to to this show um, is going to be really valuable because now you own the traffic and you can have this conversation with them over email and sell more, um, you know, down the line. So 
Let's talk about that process. What, what was it that you, wh- how are you sharing your message and about what you were doing that you feel kind of created actual momentum and got subscribers? What was it like anything stand out to you? Well, I think, um, you know, the biggest thing for me was that I was my target audience, you know, so it, when it came to creating yep. vid shop, so I really had an inside look to the pain points and, yep. and all that kind of stuff. So when it came down to building the brand, I could really look in, uh, inwards and, um, and, you know, and, and really identify my avatar or my dream customer or whatever. So, yep. Um, I, I don't think that was actually as challenging as it is for most people starting a brand because you're really, you know, trying to spend time with, with in the avatar stage, the customer avatar yeah. and, and figure that out when I was already kind of past that when I launched it. So, um, you know, as far as, you know, messaging and stuff like that, there is different ways that we've tried to, um, you know, brand our, our company. And one way is, you know, uh, the pain point of editing. Right. That's a big one. And that's the one that's the one we stick with because I, that's the one I feel best about. But, you know, there's other there's other ways that we've tested where we could say, hey, you know, instead of the pain point of editing, the pain point of not making enough money. Oh, well, VidShops will help you make you know more money, like as far as the messaging goes, because you can grow your channel quicker. You don't have to worry about editing. So um, there's that message that we messed around with a lot, a little bit more, almost like the uh, make money online niche, right? Where every headline is how to earn $10,000 a month without, (laughs) you know, spending four hours a day or whatever, you know? Um, Yeah. It always comes down to the money. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Cause I mean, that's the ultimate goal for anybody in this, Um, you know, not maybe not the ultimate goal, but that is part of it. Right. We have to be, we need, we need revenue to operate need revenue to work to make it work yeah. right so i mean but yeah, for me i'm like i think about like so you're when you're like i i don't have a significant youtube channel and i just started um putting some of the podcasts like promo clips and like some other stuff up there and just just kind of gently trying to find like a flow yeah. every week and doing things like that um and i do find it cumbersome i'm like like you know like and I have a VA, but I haven't trained the VA to like manage YouTube. Right. So I'm like, I don't have a process like outlined there. Sure. And, um, you know, that, that also is not their expertise. So to me, when I think about a process like this, like it, it, money is always an end game. And it's interesting because I have a little outside perspective. Right. And I always ask people about my own business, like outside perspective, because I get so close. Yeah. And while I, uh, the money is the end game, honestly, if you take just taking away that pain of like editing it and knowing it's going up there and if I know someone who actually understands YouTube, like if you're going to be helping, like, you know, my business, you took the time up front to know my business and you're going to help me like make sure that the titles and the descriptions are like consistent SEO driven and like whatever else, like that may, I'm, I, I'm like super sold like on those points, you know what I mean? Because I know that if, if those things are right, then yeah, I get more followers. I can generate more leads, which means more money and stuff like that. So I love the, I love the idea. So that kind of, I think it's a great service that you got into. And I, can you tell us a little bit about how you were generating, how did you generate the 50,000 emails when you initially were um, doing the basketball stuff where that, how did that funnel kind of work? Yeah. So um, like I said, I, I I'd relaunched my channel. I'd started, I stopped. And, and by the time I had started up again and really wanted to take it serious when recorded those 50 videos, um, I, 
I, I had the end in mind. So what I did is I had a call to action at the end of every single video that said, hey guys, if you guys like this video, if you want more, if you want the, you know, a complete training workout, not just, you know, a one drill or a little bit of shooting form, uh, we got a complete workout for you. Click the link uh, on the screen or click the link in the description, head over there, enter your email and we'll ship that right over to you. So, um, you know, that worked great. I mean, we were getting over a hundred leads a day. Um, the channel, wow channel was about 500,000 views a month for, for years. And, you know, that, that was another thing that kind of led to, to the burnout is I never was able to make that huge breakthrough, right. And get those mm. 2 million views a month, 3 yeah. million, views, 5 million views. Um, and so, you know, we, but we had, we had slow growth over, you know, I was doing it for about four years, uh, maybe five uploading once a week onto YouTube. Okay. Once um, a week. But you know, with that, you know, it was, I was a solopreneur doing it all myself. So I was building all the websites, graphic design, uh, uh, all the editing, yeah. uh, the sales pages in the courses. Right. I mean, like my, the courses that I released, I released about probably like seven or eight courses, some physical products as well. And, um, and those courses, you know, would have like over 50 videos in them. So like that was a huge endeavor. Anytime I wanted to release a course. Brutal. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I mean, even just setting up the lead magnet, right? Hey, if you like this and you want to go a little deeper on it, I mean, that's a whole like setup in and of itself, right? Here's more videos. Here's this landing page and they get to set it all up. And, and a lot of entrepreneurs, I feel like, you know, they don't have all the skill sets. So like you were able to figure that stuff out. And a lot of times, you know, people just that overwhelms and it's like, yeah. And so what is, what are you seeing now, now that you've done it yourself, right? You were doing once a week, you did get to the burnout. So, but you, and you did pretty good, right? You're doing 500,000 this month, um, but you didn't hit the breakthrough, but you just spoke about the dermatologist who like is kind of, who did hit the breakthrough. What's the difference in what she, now, obviously different audience, I get there's variables, right? Different audience. And, but is she, let's look at what we, what you do know, which is like, is there a difference in her frequency of like delivering videos and like anything that might stand out to you that might be different that allowed her to push a little further? Yeah, definitely. Um, so just as quick background info on YouTube and the algorithm, basically mm. you want people to, first of all, click your video. So CTR is called click through rate. And that's the rate that people click your thumbnail when, when it pops up. So that's the first thing you need a good thumbnail, good title, good topic. Um, to help, to help you in the YouTube algorithm, believe it or not. And um, I've heard some creators say that they spend more time on their thumbnail than they do actually editing their video, which is crazy to think, but that's how much detail they put really? into that. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, there's that aspect clicking. And then kind of the second aspect is you want people to watch your video all the way through or as much as it of your video as possible. And um, that's called view duration or watch time. You might have heard yep. that, those terms. Yeah. Um, so... So if somebody watches your video, that tells the YouTube out YouTube algorithm, hey, this is a great video for this niche, this topic. Let's promote it out, whether that's in the search rankings or through suggesting that video to other people who are interested in the same topic. Um, and, kind of, and kind of like the last factor would be like if someone watched your video and then subscribed, clicked onto your channel, went and binge watched a bunch of your videos, that would also tell YouTube, hey, this person's creating great content. So yeah, yeah. With, with that in mind, comparing my channel to um, the skincare channel, um, she's uploading about 20 videos a month. So the frequency is a lot more. So people are probably coming back on a daily basis to her channel, watching videos. Um, maybe 
maybe her watch time. I don't know her watch time and all that, but I'm sure it's, it's pretty good. Um, and, and kind of the last thing and a, a mistake I was making, and I've already mentioned it before was I was going home in the summer and I was recording videos for the whole year, like 52 videos, right? Right, 52. right, right. So, um, first of all, that was a great strategy for me as far as getting it done. I, I got it done every, I never missed a week. I never had to even record when I was in Europe playing basketball because I was pretty busy doing that. Um, but, uh, you know, every video, I was not working hard to make sure that we had good watch time, right? I was hitting record. I was, I had a ball in my hand. I had, you know, I was a basketball coach and player. I was saying, hey, this is my favorite dribbling drill. Here it is. And I was getting it done. And my videos, you know, were five minutes long eight minutes long, okay, yeah, two, two minutes long. So they're kind of short in, in a way. You want to kind of be at that 10 minute mark on YouTube. Um, deeper, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, for somebody that is doing this, I would recommend that you do batch record for the ease, right? Batch record, but you got to batch record in like four, like four videos, spend two hours, three hours, maybe one. Yeah. One, create one, a handful. One, yeah. Create four videos. That's for the month, right? You, if you're doing, if you're a weekly uploader once a week, you can do it in one day, three hours in one day and you're good for the month. Um, but, and then, and then you can really maybe put a little bit more effort towards your videos and and keep in mind that watch time. You can also, um, just maybe be more up to date and more relevant, right. With trending topics, right. If you, if like for this time, right. If you are a, uh, I don't know, a financial channel talking about finances, well, your videos should be about, you know, life in COVID finances during COVID, you know, finances during, I don't know, what month is this November? Oh, how to, you know, stay ahead of your budget during Thanksgiving, right? Like that should be your topics. But when you're recording all your stuff in the summer and it's just all, it's a one hit, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah. So anyways, that just to answer your question, I I think that that was the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And have you noticed, do people like that do well, um, like one of the things I, that kind of, I don't like about podcasts and I'm even looking at kind of changing it up a little bit on my show is I go somewhere. I like it when there's almost like a sequential development, like a series, like, like each topic kind of makes sense. So I can be like, Oh, let me go back to like 10 episodes. They're talking about this and I can see how we got to this point of the conversation. Have you noticed do people, is it, is it one off like random topics most times or do you feel like they are putting out thoughts that are kind of more sequential? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, a series, no, I, basically. Yeah, no, I definitely know what you're saying. And that's a great strategy on YouTube because I already mentioned binge watching, right? So, Hi, so yes, yes, yes. So imagine, imagine you, you are searching for, I don't know, some, some topic and you find part one. Well, and it's 10 parts. Well, imagine if you watch all the way through on each one of those videos, that's huge for the algorithm. So yeah, it's yeah, a great strategy. Ooh, see, and that, and that's where I see like doing seasons or series and being a little more thoughtful about, um, like having a conversation basically, but breaking it up like book chapters almost, you know what I mean? And then, so to your point, you can sit down for a day and be like, I want to talk about this big topic and I'm going to break it down into like 15 minute discussions. And I make like five videos and you could put That'd those awesome. up for the month and be like, each month could be like series, you know, that could be pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I really do like that actually as well. And, and also too, there's a lot of opportunities on YouTube right now for what's called YouTube shorts. So these are, oh. are, are short videos and it's crazy, man. I've, I'm seeing these channels now. Uh, I talked to a guy the other day who's getting about, um, 
he has 3 million subscribers now. Can't remember how many views he's getting. I want to say it's like in the tens of million views a month, but all he does is release these little short videos and it's almost like little TikTok videos or like uh, Instagram reel type videos. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, that's the only kind of video he has on his channel. Um, and he's crushing it. He's getting a ton of views and um, yeah, it's just like a new kind of like a new feature on YouTube. So that's a good way to just to kind of close out the idea to you can repurpose your content and I'm seeing pod, yeah. video, video podcasts going, taking the best little snippets and then yep. making YouTube shorts and then also making a whole channel out of, out of that. Is that a, a, a function when you're uploading, you go to YouTube shorts versus just a regular upload? Uh, yeah. So you do, it is just a regular, it's not a regular upload, but it's, it's kind of, the same way that you would upload any video on YouTube. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to take a look at that. I haven't noticed in uploading, but the other interesting thing that you mentioned is the, the thumbnail image, because like, yeah. for example, I would have us like, say you're this video, I'll take a promo clip here from our interview and, and put, take something that you said that's interesting and make like a, a three minute clip. Right. And I'll have like on top, like a, a curiosity headline. That's kind of like, you know, but is that, that's just on the video. And I see people put like separate thumbnail images with like big text or pictures and stuff. So, I mean, how, how, how in depth do we really need to go there? Is it just having a text hook or is it like, you know, really blowing up the image and putting some more, it sounds like you want to put more time into that. Yeah, definitely. I, the, so another was, damn step for development. <laughs> yeah. It's another thing. Right. And the thing about all this stuff is like, you have to have a little bit of marketing chops, you know, like you, like you mentioned a curiosity headline, like a lot of people wouldn't know that, you know, you want to create curiosity. And that is the main thing, right. When it comes to creating a thumbnail or a banner yeah. ad or a Facebook ad or anything like that, the curiosity yeah. gets the click. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think you do definitely want to spend a little bit more time on that. Normally, uh, kind of like the best practices for creating thumbnails is to have a, a big face on there because for whatever reason, eyes get drawn to, you know, faces and, and connect with faces. So um, normally a big face and you've seen it a million times on YouTube, right? Like the whole ah face and yeah, then, yeah. yeah and then the, te <laughs> the big text and some people say don't put text. Some people say do put text. I'm, I'm the type that says, you should put like text, maybe like three to five words that do create a little bit of curiosity that kind of play off the, the title yeah. of your video. Um, and then bright colors in the background, um, emotion in the face. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you can't do a face, then, you know, if you're doing a product review or something, you can do, you know, a big product there, but you need a hero shot, what people call it. You need a hero, yeah. yeah. Just put a cute cat on it. You'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the good old days, man. Not anymore. Yeah, we can't get by with that. But we are competing with some of those still. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you want to be authentic. You want to build curiosity. So it sounds like, you know, um, you know, batch your video shots, yeah. um, which would be nice because you could sit down, create maybe a series so people can binge watch. The binge factor can create more engagement and watch time. And then they can pass videos off to a team like yours to edit and even set them up. I mean, I, cause I, cause as you get more involved in your business, so if you're a thought leader, which is why I think you have a lot of thought leaders, like they realize yeah. like, I don't have time for this. Like I'm not sitting here trying to like dilly dally and upload videos. So like to have someone say, I can hand this off and I'm an expert. I know YouTube I'll set you up. I, I can already feel like a relief, like, oh yeah, please take that off my plate. Like, hell yeah. You know? Um, and then, you know, it's getting done and that it's getting done right. You're not, because yeah. when you do it yourself, you're like, I don't know, is this, 
am I doing this right? Like, I don't have any SEO, you know, YouTube SEO knowledge or anything like that. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, I like it, man. And, and I think, you know, everyone has these skill sets where like they're the master of their craft, as I always say, like the dermatologist, but they, but like making money, that's a skill in itself, you know, selling and, 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 and editing and, and doing the marketing, like that's a skill in itself. Right. So like we all kind of like help each other. So, um, yeah, it's cool, man. So tell me what's, what's in the plan for bid shops at this point. So it sounds like how long you've been in business now? Uh, over four years. Okay. So you've been doing for four years, you get in a lot of thought leaders and clients, um, people getting over 2 million views a month, which is awesome. I, I mean, I love the, um, the jump in success because now they have more efficiency, right? That mm -hmm. efficiency is just a game changer for their results. Um, and you know, what's interesting too, actually, before you even tell me your answer of where things are going, it's like, you mentioned you got the 50,000 emails, which I think is really attractive. Um, on like, like taking that expertise, like I asked you the question, right? I, I'm a marketing guy and I, I'm still like, I'm always asking like, well, what exactly did you do to make that work? Which you, you shared your answer of how you did that. That's good. You have intimate knowledge that some people, they, they aren't thinking that way. So like even sharing that expertise, like that's pretty sweet for your business. You know, like we'll help you build your list. Like, well, that that's, that's where the money is. You know what I mean? Um, I could see that anyway, sorry, I get all kinds of random ideas, but yes, tell me where, where you see it going, because it sounds like you're off to a pretty cool start with something interesting here. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you know, our mission is, is, is to help serve video creators, right? People that are creating videos. Uh, so the future I think is, is continuing on that path and, and finding new ways to um, help video creators come up with video ideas, whether it's through software or um, helping people with video scripts, uh, mm. writing their video scripts. I think that's um, something that, that is kind of a missing, missing thing in, in the market right now. And with AI and stuff, I don't know if you're familiar with a Jarvis or I can't stop seeing this guy promote. I know, Jarvis. <laughs> I know everyone, everyone's talking about it. And I actually am a customer there and it's incredible, man. Like I would love like to it. Some, well, it, it works. It works as well as it can. Right. Um, it, it's impressive is what I'll say. I, I've never used it to write a whole blog post or anything like that, but um, it impresses me for the opportunity that for our clients to be able to help them come up with, you know, headlines, uh, uh, YouTube descriptions. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and even, even scripts, you know, in a way like a, a starting script where they can go in there and, and punch in some more code and, right, and get right, a little teleprompter, right. um, and record their videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Um, and yeah, I keep seeing that Jarvis thing free, free plug for them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the idea of having content written for you is great. Um, it's, it's interesting. I was curious on how well that was working. I saw some mixed reviews and obviously it's probably early stage kind of concept, but could see where it's going. I'm sure it's going to get better and better. And then we're all really screwed because now nobody even has to think they're just going to have some AI writing all their content. <laughs> but you know, I think that people probably like what I I see is like people struggle with their content plan. Yeah. Well, what the hell should I even be talking about on YouTube? I don't know. You know, so like stuff like that is pretty cool too. So, and it sounds like you have a lot of that knowledge. And now that you've been working with all these clients, 
geez, you have like a wealth of knowledge on what's working for people, what's not and all that kind of stuff. So awesome, dude. It sounds like uh, uh, a good future for uh, VidShop. So where uh, do people find out more about you and and learn about how um, how to work with you? Yeah, so our website is just vidchops.com. You can check it out and you can see the branding I was talking about. We've really switched it up a little bit. I think our, our headline now just says, add an expert video editor to your team in just a few clicks. So we, we, we got away from that make money online world, you guys. It's, you know, and uh, But yeah, vidchops.com. And if you want to follow any socials, um, we're most active on Instagram at vidchops. And um, feel free to shoot me a DM there and we can uh, okay. you know talk more. Yeah. And I'm curious, is your focus on, it is YouTube or are you doing video editing, whether it's YouTube or not? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm a huge advocate of just online video in general. Okay. Because, uh, so we're talking about Facebook ad videos, right? We're talking about, uh, video sales letters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Course videos. So gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I think that for people listening, you know, like we're really talking about mastering our brands here. This is a communication channel. This is a vehicle, right? Using video to share your messages and part of your branding really is the message that we're sharing to the people that we serve. Um, So this helps kind of create the uh, story that not only you're trying to share, but what's even more important today is that, what are people saying about you when you're not in the room? Right. Mm. And so these messages are powerful and you want them to be aligned to uh, the right people and shared uh, across these different vehicles. So uh, all you appreciate your time, just kind of sharing your experience on these different channels and just video editing and the service that you provide. So really cool stuff. Uh, appreciate the insights and the expertise that you dropped on us today. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me, having me on and uh, it was great talking with you. Thanks for tuning into the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. Don't forget to stop by changecreator.com for more information, fresh articles, content, and our services if you're looking to build a brand that people love. And please stop by iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We appreciate your support.